In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fourth week of, of Lent, and the readings of today are repeated. This is the only reading that is repeated during Lent and during the Holy 50s, you know, God willing, after the resurrection. So we, the same exact reading on the fourth week, we read it on the third week of the Holy 50s, in later on. So there was a reason for this, and Sayyidina was here yesterday, and he mentioned something very important, which I'm going to come across as we speak, which is, you know, the mission itself, that, uh, um, you know, the, re the main reason that we're repeating this, that, you know, our church is a missionary one. It's not stagnant. It's not like what we know is what we know today, yesterday, and tomorrow. But we need to spread outside our faith and so on. So when we say and talk that Jesus went to the well in Samaria, um, Jesus sets an example for us, you know, for the apostles as a missionary activity. And he went from, like I mentioned here to the kids, from the, from the south to the north going through Samaria. So Judea as the geography of Israel in the past until up till, up till today. Galilee way on top there in the, in the north, and very close to Jordan and, and Syria. And in the middle going through Samaria, which is a hilly place, mountainy. And then way at the bottom will be Jerusalem or Judea. Judea is the, the county and Jerusalem and Bethlehem is two cities in Judea, the big, the big county. So through this, Jesus could have, you know, went through some other place, but he insisted to go through Samaria for a reason, and we will know this. Samaria was a re region created by the Assyrians, like you heard me saying. You know, this Assyrian king wanted to make, you know, the Jews weak. So to keep them weak, not united, which they were never been united, haven't been united, because there were always two kingdoms, one kingdom in the north and one kingdom in the south. But in between, he just... I'm sorry, I cannot translate this. Uh, <laughs> um, this part, you know, it's very, make, make those people very divided, put different people in between. So he took the Israelites and sent them to Assyria and brought others, you know, Assyrian to there. So that's why we keep saying, why the, why the, the Samaritans don't talk to the Jews? What is the problem? The problem, they were not Jews. This is the main thing. The problem, they were foreigners. They were not alike of the same thought and the same faith. So when Jesus was only passing through, he did not intend to go to Samaria, but he was passing through. This passing through just to teach us that we need to extend our hands. We need to go and figure out exactly what is the best way for us to spread the word of God and the faith. As the apostles, in their beginning of their faith, Jesus knew that he will, they will not accept what's going to happen. He's going to meet the Samaritan woman. And because they are Jews and very, very strict, he sent them off. He said, okay, I'm tired. I would like to eat. I would like to rest a little bit. Go to the city and buy us some food. But I'm going to stay here alone. He preparing, he's preparing himself to meet a specific lady. But he didn't want them to be with him at that time. Where was this place? This place was a city, like I mentioned, it's called Sikhar, or Sukhar in Arabic. Uh, this city where, you know, Jacob, our patriarch, who dug this well there, when, remember, you know, the 12 tribes, when they have their sister Dina, and something bad happened to her, and they made a big, big, big deal, and, and almost killed 
the people of Sikhar, you know, big time because they, they did bad things to her. This is the place where they went and and just they offered sacrifices and like stuff like this, for, you know, for his son's mistake because they should have, not have done this. So Jacob, well, um, as I mentioned in Sikhar, uh, St. Cyril said this. Um, Jacob's well as at Sikhar, as Jesus' presence there, demonstrate his respect to the patriarchs as their legitimate heir. He does not divide or cut off his connection with them, even as he also reaches out to the Gentiles. Just to repeat one more time, we need to spread the word of God following Jesus' lead. Uh, and also Jesus refreshes those who are weary through his experience of weariness from his journey. You know, he got tired as Jesus the man. Of course, all of the you know, disciples were tired also. So he wanted to give him a peace of mind and also give him rest. So he came to the well as though coming to the depth of the human experience and having been humbled by weakness, he sat down. So he humbled himself and he sat down. So Jesus wanted to to soften this Pharisee's malice. The starting of this reading of today, he said, the gospel says this, Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, through, though Jesus himself did not baptize, but that his disciples, he left Judea and de departed again to Galilee. Because of the Pharisees were, of course, concentrating in the, in the south where Jerusalem is, where Judea is, and they were so envious of Jesus' success and his, his, you know, teaching outside there. He left them now. He didn't want, it's not out of weakness that he could not deal with them. But keep this in mind. He has a big and most, the most important thing he have had, he's thinking of is the crucifixion, is the salvation that happened there. So there is no need to start a fight now. If they would like to fight, he's not ready to fight. I mean, he does not want to fight. Not out of, out of weakness, but out of wisdom. So the church really teaches it is no sin to flee from persecution. And this is something that I read yesterday during the last week. Certainly, if the Pharisees knew that our Lord was making more disciples and baptizing more than John, they would have asked to follow him and desire the baptism by him. He would not have left Judea, rather he would have remained with, their, for them, with them for their sake, to teach him. But seeing their actions was coupled with envy, making them persecutors instead of followers. Because he saw this, he left. He also could have stayed among them if he had wanted to, but he escaped their hands. He, he wanted to provide himself as an example for believers for us later on, in time to come, that it was no sin for a servant of God to seek refuge from the fury of persecution. He did it like a good teacher, not out of fear for himself, but for our instructions following. Verse number four says this, Our Lord Jesus Christ came to the field that Jacob had left to his son Joseph. And probably this field was left to Jesus more than to Joseph, from Joseph, whom Joseph the patriarch prefigured. 
So Joseph was a type of Jesus. He prefigured Jesus. So this well was not like um, forgotten or, or dry, but it was, you know, whenever you pull water from a well, it continues to be healthy and to, to bring more water. If you leave it alone, it will dry and it will go bad. So it was activated by this through the years, through the thousands of years, for a reason, because one day later on Jesus will come and revisit this place. For this reason, the Lord came to this field in order that the Samaritans, who are longing to claim for themselves the inheritance of the patriarch of Israel, might recognize their own and be converted to Christ, who became leg the legitimate heir of the patriarchs. And although they were not Jews, but yet, those were Gentiles, but yet, this is the first time we hear about Gentiles saying, accepting the faith. They say, they told the, 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 the Samaritan woman, not because you're saying this, we believe, we believe because we saw, we saw ourselves. So the ministry of the Gentiles and salvation of the patriarchs, having crossed the border of, Jude of Judea, and being now among strangers, Jesus rested at Jacob's well, intentionally. Um, Jesus was tired, and this will make us think for a minute. Does God get tired? Being weary of the journey, the prophet Isaiah said this about the divine nature. The divine nature, he will not be hungry, nor will he grow weary. And St. John said today, Jesus grew weary from the journey and therefore sat down as the well, at the well. So there is some conflict here. Now the phrase, he will not grow weary, like Isaiah said, is an opposite of, grow, of growing weary. The prophecy, therefore, uh, contradicts the account of the gospel. Not really. But they are not really contradicting since they both came from one God. The, the talk came to Isaiah is the same talk came to John. It's the, the same source as one. So there's no contradiction. Not growing weary per, pertains, therefore, to the infinite nature because it fills all things. But movement, in other words, I'm going to take it, make it very simple for you. We're talking about Jesus the man here, not Jesus the divine, not Jesus God. Jesus God will never be tired. But the, the body of Jesus the man got tired because he took our flesh. You and I, when we walked for a long time, by then there was no cars or transportation, we, we got tired. So the man was tired. By then, that's why he stood and he you know, stayed at the well to, to have rest, for, an, for another reason also. Um, so he was tired because he could not find the people faith. It is not basically this tiredness that makes him, I really want to sit. But like I mentioned, the other reason, he was looking for the people faith. Today, we too, our disobedience tires him. Disobedience tires him as does also our weakness. For we are weak when we do not pursue the things that are strong and endure, but follow what is temporal and short-living. The talk is, is very long, you know, about the Samaritan woman, because there is a lot to, to learn from. I would, I would rather stop here and, and grasp what we have a little bit about how weak we are, uh, how we, we choose the weaker way, the, the easy, easy way, which is because of our weakness. And this is exactly what makes Jesus tired. 
If we want seriously to please him, we need to step fast. We need to stay strong. We need to stand up and say, this is the faith. And we know that God is our God. And we're very happy to be there. Thank you, God, for coming and give us the salvation. Thank you for giving us your blood and your body here that we come and, and partake of every week. And glory be to God forever. Amen. We want to thank you so much for listening to St. Basil's podcast. We hope that you have gained spiritually from our remarkable speakers, and we appreciate your support towards this podcast. St. Basil American Coptic Orthodox Church is looking to purchase a home, and we would love for you to be a part of our community. We are looking to raise funds towards this novel mission, Orthodoxy in an American Context within the San Diego area. You may donate online through our website, www.stbasil.net that's www.stbasil.net or click on the link below when it will take you to our donations page you may also mail in your contribution at the address located on our website we thank you for any contribution and may our lord jesus christ always bless your heart and home